Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. God teaches believing is seeing. Believing is seeing. God requires us to believe before we see. Welcome to The Best is Yet to Come with Pastor Brad Morgan. As believers, one of the greatest gifts from God is the gift of faith. God wants to bring His blessings into your life and through you also into the life of others. Join us today as Pastor Brad shares his message, Notable Miracles. Last week I started a teaching on uh, notable miracles. I want to open up with John chapter 11, verse 38. It says, Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried, with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound, hand and foot, with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. You know, this is a very interesting passage. First, starting in verse 38, we see that when Jesus came to Lazarus, it was at a cave and a stone laid against it so it was a it was a place of restriction and you know i see some people that have limited themselves that have limited what god can do in their lives and and it's there in a limited place and then the the stone laid against that cave so we see right there that there's there's obstacles there's an obstacle and many times there's an obstacle and sometimes obstacles that will prevent the miracle-working power of God, that will try to prevent God doing supernatural things in people's lives, and also God doing supernatural things through people's lives. So Jesus said, take away the stone. In other words, take away the obstacle. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench. For he has been dead four days. In other words, there was a stink to it. There was an odor to it. It, it. There was an offense. There was something offensive to it. But Jesus said, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see 
the glory of God. So when we take away the the obstacle, when we're willing to look in the face of a stench of an odor and believe Jesus, he says if we would believe, we would see the glory of God. It's just the opposite of the way the world teaches. The world teaches if you would see, seeing is believing. Have you ever heard that phrase, seeing is believing? But that's not what God teaches. God teaches believing is seeing. Believing is seeing. God requires us to believe before we see. And so they took away the stone, and Jesus began to pray just a simple prayer. And when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. There was a cry, and sometimes when God's doing a miracle, there's a cry that will begin to come on the inside. And when Jesus actually spoke this, there was a gift of faith that was released in Jesus' life for this working of miracles. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And sometimes when our miracle manifests, it doesn't look that wonderful because God doesn't always do something instantaneously. It's a miracle, but it's a process. And so Jesus said to him, loose him and let him go. Loose him. So in this process of a miracle, you'll see the, the grave clothes. You'll see the trappings. And many times when we come to Christ and we honestly come to Christ, there's still trappings from the way we lived before we came to Christ. So God wants to loose us and let us go. And a miracle will cause a newness to come into your life and also to come into other people's lives that had never been there before. Now, in Mark 16, I want to look at something concerning miracles. You know, some people teach that that there are no more miracles, that the days of miracles have passed, or or that Jesus did miracles to prove his deity. Well, that's true. He did do miracles to prove his deity. But before Jesus ever showed up, there was miracles done all through the Bible, all through the Old Testament. There was miracles. There was unusual things done. There was something that you couldn't just explain. See, a miracle cannot be explained. Now, in Mark 16, verse 12, it says, After that he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country, and they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. So we see something right here that will hinder miracles happening, and that is unbelief. That is the sin of unbelief. Later he appeared to the twelve as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. Now we have to be careful. Sometimes we believe for something, and it doesn't happen the way we think it should happen, or even the way we were believing. And if we're not careful, we'll cause a hardness of heart to begin to creep in, and we'll begin to believe that God doesn't want to do miracles in our lives, and God doesn't want to use us to do miracles and we'll begin to become cynical but if we'll begin to have a faith as a child and i want to encourage you today to stir up your faith you know you can read the word of god there's all kind of miracles in the word of god 
You can also read about miracles that have happened in people's lives just to stir your faith and see if God's done it for one person, God can do it for you. So he said, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. Do you know why God does miracles sometimes? God does miracles to confirm that what he told you was from him. He says, in my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Confirm means to make firm, to establish, to secure, to corroborate, to guarantee. And so these miracles were actually done through the disciples before the day of Pentecost. So God was confirming that the message was from him. Now, God wants to do, I believe, notable miracles in our lives, notable miracles to us and notable miracles through us. In other words, God wants to do things that there's no way we can explain it except God works, God moves. And and I began to share some of those notable miracles last week that have happened in my life and have, have happened through my life. Now, we started the church back in 2000. In in the summer of 2001, God laid it on our hearts to uh, begin to purchase a van. And uh, we were going on our vacation. And as we went on our vacation, the Lord just spoke to us to, when we got back, to purchase a van. While we were in the process of doing that, of, of looking for a van, I was in a meeting, and there was someone going to Kenya to do missionary work, and the Lord spoke to me and said, sow $1,000 into what they're doing. You know, I kind of questioned the Lord because we weren't taking in a, a lot of money at, at that time, but the Lord told me to do it, so I did it. And it was about two weeks later that I had a pastor friend that told me that he wanted to sow $5,000 into the purchase of that vehicle. So we began to look for a van. I looked in the paper. I looked in the Chronicle, and I found a a van in the paper that was close to where I lived, and so I called on it. I talked to the gentleman that owned the van, and God worked it out. In fact, the the pastor friend that had sowed the $5,000 into us, he knew this man, and because this man knew him, he was willing to sell the van to us. And so the Lord worked it out. We had to borrow just a little bit of money, but in next to no time at all, God paid off that van through supernatural supply came. And you know, uh, we should expect supernatural supply to come 
in our lives in, in, in all different ways. We should expect supernatural healing, supernatural deliverance. We should expect supernatural finances to come into our lives. In April of 2002, the Lord led us to buy 21 and a half acres of land in the area, in the Patterson, Texas area where we live. And we purchased that land and, and got a good price on it. I had the same pastor friend told me to begin to believe for the payoff of that land, to begin to thank God, to begin to thank God every day or just to thank God that that land was going to be paid off. And so I started thanking God. Through the process of time, the Lord just began to speak to me on the inside that the land was going to be paid off. And I was sitting in a prayer meeting, and I was praying, and I began to declare that that land was going to be paid off by the end of the year. When I got out of that prayer meeting, I, I, I thought, man, I prayed that, and I prayed that, and in front of people where people could hear what I was praying. But I didn't realize at the time that God had released a gift of faith to believe for that land to be paid off. And through a miracle, God provided the money, $42,000, to pay off that land the last day of, of December. In, in fact, it was more than what we needed for the land. I had enough money to be able to tithe. Uh, on that money and to sow into some other things and to sow into some other people. But that was a notable miracle. In in eight months' time, the Lord provided the money to pay off the land, and over half of the money came from outside of the church. Now, God says if we believe, again, that scripture I shared at the start, if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. Now, when you're believing and when you begin to ask God and you begin to believe in prayer that you've received and there's a release of faith to believe that you've received, the enemy will try to come in and tell you that you've not received and it's not going to happen. You know, the devil knows absolutely nothing about faith. The devil is a sight devil. But God knows about faith and it says the just shall walk by faith and not by sight anyone can say when I see it I'll believe it that requires no faith but God is saying I want you to begin to believe me I want you to begin to have some faith projects I wonder do you have any faith projects do you have any things specific things that you're releasing your faith. See, faith is like a muscle. It has to be used. It has to be exercised. The scripture says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Actually, that means that faith comes by hearing God. As we hear God, faith will come and we'll release our faith for the supernatural to happen in our lives. Well, it was good being with you today. This is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I hope you enjoyed that message. I'd like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry, 
If you'd like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come out to our Sunday service at 1030. Our church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds on down. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 o'clock, and we'd love to have you. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. That's 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan20 at juno.com. That's bmorgan20 at juno.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you that the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.